0: So, um, you have been with us uh, for weeks of late. You know that we've had some other voices speaking to us over the course of that time. Of course, you've heard myself and Pastor Jason, but you also had a chance to hear one of our elders, Diana Williams, uh, and then uh, one of our other uh, team members here, worship team members, Paul Haas, uh, a few weeks ago, and then uh, one of the other people that I asked to speak to this time. Uh, was Terry, and so I'm excited to hear this. this. is actually her first time in this environment doing something like this, so I don't know if she's excited, but uh, I am, uh, and it, uh, it will be fun. We're hoping that technology will cooperate all the way through everything that she wants to do, and I'm gonna let you arrange this however you would like. And I'm gonna go make sure the microphones are working.
1: Test one, right. is this on? Yeah. Sorted? Yep. So my name is Karen and I'm absolutely a picture a If you have been in my realm, you always will probably will get your picture taken. It probably has been, um, technology in itself has probably been the death of me because we have thousands of pictures at home because I always take like four for every shot and so you can only imagine thousands of pictures at our house. Poor Tracy has to um, back up our computer often. And then he has since been um, like um, downloading pictures uh, to Shutterfly so that we can actually get books. So if something does happen to our um, pictures, then we have something in paper copy. And then recently, well, not recently, um, I actually found rolls of film like in the canisters probably about six rolls. I have no idea what's on them. I'll get them developed someday, but anyway. So um, I have some pictures to share with you today. Lucky family members. Uh, This is me, uh, when I was probably about two or three, and that's my mom. Notice how old that photo is. And then, of course, this is us today, my mom and myself. This is my family. There's my sister, Sheila, sitting on my mom's lap, and that's me. And this is us today. We took probably about 100 pictures for that pose, so. Yeah, that's what we do. (laughs) Not too bad. This is Tracy and I in the early ages of our marriage. Right? He has hair. He has like Beetle's hair or something like that. And then I had really dark hair and it was really thin then. So was he. So thought i throw that in there. We'll actually be married uh, 30 years this November, so that's kind of like a, right? Yeah. And then, of course, that's us today. We went to the Girdwood Forest Fair. That was a lot of fun. If you've never been, we have a very slow parade. Tracy talked about that. This is our little puppy, Holly. She probably weighed only one pound then. There's a blue circle on the one. Did I mess something up, Tracy? No. Oh, no. Okay, there's our puppy now, and she weighs four pounds. She just got a haircut wearing her little bandana. So sporting. There's the boys, Stephen and Christopher. Christopher was two. And Stephen, five, and they love each other, you know, brothers. They really do get along well. And then, here they are today, 21 and 18. They just happened to wear matching shirts that day, and you know what I said? Hey, let's get a picture. (laughs) They were like, okay, Mom. They, They know the drill. So... But, you know, all of these pictures have an actual theme running through them. And uh, it's time, right? Um, young to older, that kind of a thing. There's a passage of Scripture that I really appreciate. It's one of my, I have lots of favorite passages of Scripture, but the one that I really like is in Ecclesiastes. So if you would turn to Ecclesiastes uh, 3. And um, it's chapter 3, verses 1 through 11 that I'm going to read. You use your technology and look up there. But it says, there is an appointed time for everything, and there is a time for every event under heaven. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, and I always think of Footloose if you've seen that, right? A time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to shun embracing, a time to search and a time to give up as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear apart and a time to sew together. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What profit is there to the worker from that in which he toils? I have seen the task which God has given the sons of men with which to occupy themselves. He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also set eternity in their heart, yet so that men will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning, even to the end. So this passage notes that there is truly an appointed time for everything. And you can apply individual verses to your life. I don't, I mean, time to kill. I'm not going to kill anything, right? Um, Or just take it as a whole um, chapter. I I don't know why, but I've always been intrigued with graveyards. And... um, I have explored all the graveyards in Anchorage, the valley, and I actually have, uh, when I've been on trips, I've gone to graveyards. And uh, I'll just simply walk up and down, and I'll um, note like how long a person's life was. And I find myself wondering about their life and what they experienced, maybe what they didn't experience, what they, um, just what kind of a person they were and how they spent their life, their time, right? My husband will often talk about the little dash on the gravestone. And so it's, you know, the symbol that defines when a person was born and and when they have died, that little tiny dash. And, And you see on the grave marker there that there's a, you know, question mark there for that particular picture. But, so have you ever thought about the dash yourself? And how it could possibly help you to keep things um, in perspective when trying to live your life? Because it's all the stuff that you're doing right now. You've, you've been born. You obviously haven't died yet. So you're doing all this stuff in the middle. Um, so I, um, Verse 4, actually, in this passage um, applies to me right now, a time to mourn, because I recently learned that an old friend of mine passed away. Um, Her name was Debbie Frank, and I will always remember her as this very bubbly, very kind person. She She talked very, very fast, so you had to try to keep up with her. Um, and she was super smiling and just always this joyful spirit. And when you're around people like that, you feel happy, right? You kind of rub on those people because you always want to feel happy or at least try to feel happy. Anyway, um, I had been friends with her since Christopher was in kindergarten over at Huffman Elementary. And she had a little boy by the name of Vinny. And uh, they're the same age. They became, you know, besties as besties are in elementary school. But... Uh, I spent time with her, and the boys would have sleepovers, and um, she would get uh, birthday presents. I have this pic—I have a picture, uh, not with me—but um, of Vinny and Christopher in these Kool-Aid blue smiley shirts that she got for Christopher's birthday one year. And you know, they're they're buddies. They're happy. They got their arms around each other, and it's just super cool. And so, Debbie, I spent all of elementary. Uh, With her spending time with her going to her house. She would come over to my house. We would do things over at Huffman together Um, She gave a lot of her time at the Huffman elementary school um, because that was her way of just giving back to school, but um, Middle school happened I remember going up to Golden View for seventh grade and they were both both the boys were in the hallway and Trying to figure out how to get their lockers open. I got a picture of that yeah, um, and so they're standing by their lockers when they got them open and everything, and so that was just a very happy time, and so uh, then high school happened, and we kind of lost track of one another, and just, you know, people kind of go their directions, and um, just kind of lost track of her, Then graduation happened, and here we are, you know, we're graduating, and Here comes this lady running up to me, and there was Debbie Frank. And so we got pictures of the boys graduating together. And standing there together. And that was the last time I saw her, because her dash ended on my birthday. This last July 4th. So I'm a little bit somber because I think of the boy who doesn't have his mother anymore. And so her celebration for her life will be this coming up Friday. And I'll go to that and I'll speak because I'll want to make sure everybody knows just what a wonderful person she was and just to spend time with that family. So what can a person do with the dash on the gravestone? And obviously mine hasn't ended yet, and I, so I choose to be grateful. And dictionary.com actually describes grateful as being an adjective. And there's three different specific definitions. And the first one is um, warmly or deeply appreciative of kindness or benefits received. I'm grateful for you listening. I'm grateful for your help. The second one is expressing or actuated by gratitude, a grateful letter. Pastor Tracy writing a letter for you coming today, if you're a visitor, um, saying thank you to somebody. And the third one is, uh, pleasing to the mind or senses, agreeable or welcome, refreshing, a grateful breeze. I'm so grateful for the summer we're having in Alaska right now. It's beautiful, amazing. I want it to last. I go back to work in like four and a half weeks, I'm like counting those days, right? So, gratefulness. Three things I want to touch on today, Uh, friendships. I'm super grateful for friendships. I don't know that I'm a person that has a lot of friendships because with a good friendship, a good solid friendship, you have to spend a lot of time with that person. although I've had many different friends over the years. Um, Some I've kept in touch with, others just kind of float in and out of my life. Um, And then some I'm just not really friends with anymore because of circumstances or what have you. Um, When you have a friend, you need to give them good quality time, whether it be listening, interacting with them, Those are all important things to develop that friendship, to plant that seed, to make that friendship grow. And then, I have always thought that friendships actually take place in just different seasons of your life, whatever your need may be at the time. Because when I was a young mom and little children, I had a mom circle of friends, and then, the boys grew up, and so that, those friends changed a little bit more. I have work friends, church friends, church in and out of church friends, that sort of a thing. Um, I had this one friend uh, for about 10 years, and then just life happened and circumstances took place. I think probably feelings were hurt, and so that friend went away, I went away, and that's okay sometimes. Um, whenever I have found myself in a situation where I was sad about not having that friend anymore, I would just think about the good times that we did share together because probably that was just the season in my life that I had that friend. So if that has happened to you, you may want to think about um, dwelling on the good memories and not the stuff that maybe broke up the friendship because... We always wanna try and be healthy in our friendships and in our own life. So finding that positive outlook is, is really a cool thing. Super grateful for my job. And we all know, those of us, whether you're working inside the home or going out of the home, it takes a good portion of your life and your time. So I would hope that it would be something that you really enjoy and that you like. and. Um, I'm a teacher, so uh, it's like my third career. I did banking, I did daycare work, I did McDonald's, I did Kentucky Fried Chicken, I did all kinds of things before landing in the job that I really felt I was called to. And so I teach sixth graders over at Huffman Elementary, and I've been in that building for about 13 years now, which is amazing for a teacher to stay that long, although there are people in that building who have been there like 20 years weird. I don't know. By 20, I would hope I'd be retired, but right? (laughs) Uh, I love to teach children because I love seeing that light bulb come on. I love when they say, oh, wow, Mrs. Simmons, I got it. I finally get it. And so that's the payoff for me um, to see them grow in their learning and, and such. And as a Christian, I've always felt it was important to teach in the public schools because I feel like I'm Can be that little bit of a light. I'm a little bit different than maybe um, someone who's not quite the believer. And so, uh, and there's public school is not always the greatest, right? I mean, we homeschooled uh, Stephen for several years because of situations that happened in public school. So, and I was never on 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 uh, on the train for being a homeschool person until it hit me, and that was a good fit for our our child. But. and then it worked out great. Uh, But anyway, um, being a Christian in public schools, I I feel, is important. Um, There are elements within my job where, this last year I really needed to speak up, so in that passage of scripture, verse seven, it wasn't time to be quiet anymore, it was time to speak up. Um, And that was for the well-being of myself and trying to accomplish my job in the best way possible for those children, actually. I've known of other friends who had to speak up in their job situation, and sometimes it just didn't always go their way, and uh, so it was time for them to move on. I'm hoping it's not time for me to move on, Um, but you know, sometimes things happen. Super grateful for my family. Um, verse 4, time to laugh. We did a lot of laughing on this last trip. And then, who takes a trip with their parents? Our 21-year-old and our 18-year-old. And they like to hang out with us, which is super cool. Um, So I'm hugely grateful. We took, I took a zillion pictures um, to look back on and all the fun that we had. We went... um, ATVing in warm, deep mud puddles. Kind of gross, but fun. We did that actually twice, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> we walked through Harry Potter's Diagon Alley together, so if you're a Harry Potter fan, you know what that is. Um, we went frog hunting late at night, which totally scared me because one, we don't have night noises up here, right? If you've ever lived in the South, there's like those night noises. We don't have those up here, so I was like looking around and the boys have all their flashlights and they're doing this and looking everywhere and I'm like something. I feel like something's going to get me or something. Um, So that was interesting. Um, We played tons of mini golf. I never won. Not a very good mini golf player, but I went along for the ride. It was fun. Uh, Watching the lightning flash in the sky, that was a lot of fun. Hearing the thunder, even though that all made me super nervous. But the point is, spending that time together will never get that time back. You have to take time with the people you love. Because you don't know when that dash is going to come, that, that final, final year, right? So I'm grateful for our church, the people in our church, the person who makes the morning coffee, I'm grateful for the person who keeps the church grounds, grateful for the person who fixes traffic lights, right? The person who bags my groceries, serves food in our restaurants, serves as missionaries in other countries or within the state. I'm super grateful for police officers who keep the law. For our military, super grateful for them. For music, I love music. For movies and their actors who make me laugh. The list could go on and on. I could tell you everything I'm grateful for and then we would be here for like a super long time. A few um, final thoughts that I'd like for you to think about. Since the Bible speaks about time for everything, I just would like you to have a private thought within yourself, how do you spend your time? And is it uplifting to you? Does it bring you down? When is the last time you actually had a hearty laugh? What can you do different to allow your time to be better spent? Do you need to reevaluate your priorities and find some gratefulness for even the little things? Whenever I go on a trip, I always kind of take a step back and, and look at my life because I feel like my life is halfway over. I turned 50 this year. And... Um, Try to get a clear picture of what's going on at home and am I happy with something, am I not happy with something? And then think about what can I do to change that, that circumstance. Try and get that absolute clear head. Other times, I love walking in greenbelt areas. I'll be carrying bear spray. Um, But greenbelt areas because the nature around, hearing the birds sing, the tree leaves rustling, super cool to be quiet, verse 7, being silent. I love to be outside, or simply sitting on my back deck, listening to the birds. In the big picture, um, the one who allows us any time is God, right? And think to yourself are you giving any time back to him it's pretty important time is always going to move quickly just as a tree the leaves start changing color and start dropping we're never going to get this moment back There's sunrises and sunsets. Never the same one twice. Nothing will ever sit still. Everything just always keeps turning. So hopefully, you can leave today, and you can think about, what do you, what do I, what do you need to change about in your life so that your time is well spent, so that person of gratefulness, person that's happy, person that spends time with the Lord. We have one final song for you.
0: Do you have this? Yeah, it's that? Okay. So we're going to ask you to sing along with us on this one, too. You know, we like to do, um, whoa, hey, Jason, can you help us out there? Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, there Scripture songs, right? Who knew the birds would be writing scripture songs back in, <laughs> right, the heyday? But it really is a scripture song so uh, we sang some other scripture songs this morning but here's one that we can sing together that uh, hopefully you'll know so i close, close this out this morning just to remind us of that everything in life comes and goes in seasons the good, the bad successes and failures uh, time just keeps turning right? so what are you doing right now? This is just going to keep moving. That's the question. Alright, so uh, we stand with this. Let's, let's sing this thing together. Here we go. <laughs> There is a season turn, 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 and a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to build up, a time to break down, a time to dance, a time to mourn, a time to
1: There is a season
0: Turn, turn